All right, my friends, welcome back to Your Bible Book by Book. I'm Pastor Luke, and this is the book of Habakkuk. And uh, Habakkuk is an interesting uh, little book of prophecy uh, because it's written um, differently than most books of prophecy. What you have with Habakkuk, it uh, reads kind of like a personal journal. And uh, it's just a short book, three chapters. And uh, what uh, Habakkuk does is he, he basically um, complains to God um, about the conditions, the spiritual conditions of Israel during his time. Um, and uh, God responds to him. And so he's recording his, his complaints and God's responses. And then um, he ends the book with a prayer. Uh, but he's writing... Probably, we don't know for sure, but probably in um, uh, the early 600s, um, he, he may have lived through the destruction of Nineveh uh, by the Babylonians. He may have lived through the death of King Josiah, um, who would have been the last righteous king of Jerusalem. And, um, and he may have lived uh, through the defeat by the Babylonians. So, uh, what we know um, of that is that that happened in 605 B.C. So we're assuming, based on the content of the book and the prophecy that he lays out, that he he lived sometime shortly prior to that, maybe lived through those events. Um, and so his, his complaint initially is uh, he sees the wickedness of uh, his people, that uh, idolatry is rampant, and uh, there just seems to be a, a spiritual condition that God has to and needs to, should uh, respond to. And so he, he begins the, the prophecy um, complaining about the, the spiritual condition. And God's response is that he's going to bring uh, an answer. And the answer is, is basically going to be the Babylonians, uh, that, he, that God is going to bring uh, discipline, destruction on his people for the sins that they've committed since they are not... Um, repentant and uh, not willing to be faithful, so God is going to judge them. Now, Habakkuk changes his complaint, um, and he now complains that uh, how is it that God could or would use a more wicked nation uh, to punish a less wicked nation? And so Habakkuk um, begins to uh, basically try to outline or understand um, the the philosophy behind how God would um, go about doing that, um, and and ha- is that fair, and and why is that uh, okay, um, and so he complains that that doesn't seem right to him, and then God responds um, to that complaint as well, um, and then chapter three um, is basically Habakkuk uh, praying a prayer of of faith, and so um, and how you might outline it is in chapters one and two. Uh, Habakkuk's faith is troubled, um, and then in chapter 3, his faith is triumphant. Um, you also can uh, see that there are some very interesting um, passages in Habakkuk. So chapter 2, verse 4, um, is a famous verse, famous uh, quote. Um, it says that the righteous will live by faith. And so that is actually God speaking to Habakkuk, and in the midst of uh, God declaring that he's going to bring judgment on Jerusalem, how he's going to do that. Um, he says right in the midst of that, uh, the righteous will live by their faith. And, and what that seems to indicate is that even though God is bringing destruction to Jerusalem, that he is going to bring um, discipline, uh, that those who trust him 
uh, will be spared, that they will find um, grace and mercy even in the midst of, of that event. Um, and the New Testament uh, takes that passage and, and uh, it quotes it several times, Romans uh, 117, Galatians 311, uh, Hebrews 10:38, they all quote um, Habakkuk 2:4. And, uh, and what's interesting is that the Bible in, in the New Testament uh, will, will quote passages from the Old Testament and sometimes will um, interpret them differently um, depending on um, what the point of, of the author is. In those cases, um, Romans and Galatians, both written by Paul. Hebrews may be written by Paul, um, but it was written anonymously, so we don't know for sure. Um, but they quote it differently, um, and so it'll use the same passage, but it'll it'll use it in different ways depending on its point. Um, but uh, Habakkuk 2.4, the righteous shall live by faith, um, has uh, a, a, an interesting point, which is that no matter what is happening in your life, circumstances being good or bad, that the, the main emphasis of our lives is to trust God. And, and I believe that all of Scripture uh, really does point to that reality, that no matter your circumstances being favorable or unfavorable or, or exactly how you want them or not or troubling, um, the, the whole Scripture is going to constantly point you back to trusting the Lord that uh, he, he is trustworthy, he is faithful, and um, that you can depend on him to do what he says. Um, and really, I mean, we're depending on his character, that his character is that while he is holy and uh, has extremely high standards, he's also merciful, he's, uh, he is uh, gracious and loving, and so he desires that all people would be saved. And so uh, that points to, again, always the Messiah, that he will bring about the, the ultimate solution for all people um, through his own sacrifice, that he will sacrifice his own son um, in order to provide a way for anyone and everyone uh, who will trust him to be saved. Um, so uh, the need for God to be holy is, is based upon you know, who he is, that he is uh, inherently um, holy, that he is inherently good, he's inherently morally perfect, that there, he cannot do wrong. Um, and part of that holiness is that um, in order to, to be uh, holy, he also has to provide a way of salvation, which he uh, provides through his son Jesus. And so Habakkuk um, points to that, uh, points to uh, the justice of God, but also the, the grace, graciousness of God and uh, to his ultimate solution in the Messiah. Um, so uh, one last thing about Habakkuk, um, it, the, and I, I love how uh, all of Scripture kind of uh, points to some of these realities, but um, there are two oracles, and oracles are uh, the words of God, what God says, and then one vision of God, and, and the vision is what God shows. And so God is speaking and showing. He's revealing to Habakkuk um, not just the future, um, but really, ultimately, uh, who he is. Um, and as you read your Bible, um, you're, what you're looking for, what you're understanding, um, is not just um, rules, regulations, not just information. Uh, what you're looking for is uh, knowledge of who God is. Um, and, and that really, ultimately, is the point of Scripture, is to point you to a personal relationship with God. 
uh, all of Scripture um, is is useful for that purpose to train you in righteousness to uh, to help you to understand what is wrong to give you a, a better grasp of how to live in a way that pleases God. But um, all of it is uh, ultimately and inherently uh, drawing you into a relationship with God. Habakkuk, um, have, as one of the minor prophets, it does that in a very unique way in this back-and-forth dialogue uh, where he even is brave enough um, to complain to God, knowing that uh, God can handle his complaints, that God can handle his questions, um, because God is faithful um, it, to uh, respond to us. And so um, he points to that, and I think that uh, all of Scripture helps us to realize that God can handle uh, any t- difficult question we may have, um, but ultimately he, he wants to welcome us into a relationship with himself. And so uh, that is your Bible, book by book.